0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right,
1: folks, here we go. Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you. AM 1400 KSHB and on the Sports Grid Radio Network Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot Vinny Maliulo is going to join us our good friend LVDC Hotel Nevada takes care of the paramutual industry here in the state of Nevada Mike Lewis is going to join us from the Sun Coast. so a couple of wonderful guests for us here on a Thursday race to the weekend tomorrow out with Chuck Esposito at Sunset Station with Andy Isco Bruce Marshall maybe and Dave Shane from the RJ, the beat reporter for the Golden Knights, uh, will join us for Vegas Hockey Outline on a Friday out at Sunset Station. Uh, hey, as we get the fun started here, want to remind you, it's lunchtime. Don't forget our friends over at Oasis, 4950 by South Decatur. The food's amazing. 24-7, kitchens open, banquet room, the Monday Night Maniac events for football. Great pl- uh, stuff over there. And John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo here in Las Vegas. Tomorrow, all the sixteen subs, only five bucks. can't can't beat that. The food's outstanding over there. Now, as we get the fun started, a breath of fresh air, Stevie slapshot. Do you like the schmutz? Yeah, did you like the I sh- like the, I like the smell of it. I, again, I,
2: it smells a lot of strawberry to me, but you're saying champagne.
1: Yeah, no, when we walk in here, I mean, man, this is the I mean, and it's the right thing to do. I've got the you know, handy on. Uh, hand sanitizers mm-hmm. and spray. Right. So the the spray is really good for the headsets, microphones, microphones, and all the stuff you're touching. But, you know, and our one uh, T.C. Martin who follows the show, our show to two, two o'clock uh, producer Justin, great kid. Yeah. But I mean, we came in here one day last week. <laughs> There's a bottle over here. Is is it what is it? Is, is it Lysol? I, Lysol. Lysol? Lysol? I think it's Lysol. It's not Pine Sol. It's Lysol. I think it's Lysol. And I'm like, I'm like. Nearly knocked you over. No, I'm like, I I lost taste and smell. <laughs> I think I'm healthy, but I lost taste and smell because the lies of this is much nicer, isn't it? Yeah. yeah isn't it, it amazing all the things now that are, like, required? Yeah. I, I wear cargo shorts, cargo pants. Yeah. It's good having all these extra pockets with all the crap we need now. Well, I know. The, the, the thing that's happened
2: to me, the, the, are the back of your hands getting all chapped? That and... happened, no. Okay.
1: No. Because it did. Okay. Honestly, in March, in the very beginning. Remember when you wash your hands? Yeah, right, when right. we do? We wash. We... But, I mean, I was doing the... Uh, that's why I got this stuff. I got this and okay. the alcoholic hand sanitizer. Right. That's what it's doing. It's I taking know. the skin right off your hands. Yeah, yeah. So you got to get... That's right. Champagne toast. Antibacterial hand spray. All right. Hey, a, a, a quick... It's almost like cologne. Really, really really quick note in regard to the chief.
2: Edwards Hilaire was not at practice yet today. They don't know why yet. It may be nothing, but but keep an eye out for Edwards Hilaire now just to make sure he gets to practice and there's, there's no issue there.
1: One minute to the next. I mean, you've got to watch this stuff and yeah. he's a key component in oh, case that he's coming it. here to Vegas and in and that number that number has just talk about yeah the fulton steamboat yeah well it, and it seems
2: again to me uh, you know I watched what they what happened in Kansas City and, and I would have been all over Kansas city because they're not going to take the foot off the gas in, in this game. But this is a reaction. The number is a reaction, in my opinion, to the COVID cases on the Raiders. Now.
1: I mean, one minute to the next, you got to watch and it's like, And then it's like players or, you know, is it, are you getting players or are you getting names? They, <laughs> they, they did. They did put out
2: the names. There were like seven guys that got put on the COVID. Now it doesn't mean that they have COVID. It, it, but a couple or one or two of them could, but but uh, they at least were in contact with someone who, who did or they suspect to have had COVID, and so they get put on the list.
1: All right. Now, the game tonight, uh, as we join you here in Las Vegas, Arizona and Seattle. Seattle, three-point favorite, three even money. So I think the tip-off there, maybe it'll bounce back and forth a little bit. Might, you might see some two-and-a-halves, a little little sharp money maybe. Uh, But I think three will close, but I do think two and a half will appear today. Total in the game is 57. Chris Carson will not go. Right. He's close. Right. But he will not go. But the big news, and it's not a small thing. Carlos Hyde returns from injury. He's their backup. But when he was in in Carson's absence, he played great, hurt himself celebrating a touchdown. But a massive upgrade, no knock on the kid. He's a kid, the DJ Dallas kid or the Travis Homer. Right. I think if Seattle can generate a running game, Look for Wilson to get back on the beam to what he was doing MVP-like stuff before the previous two weeks, where they lost to Buffalo and to the Rams. I, I would
2: agree with that, and and also Tyler Lockett is listed questionable, but Carroll said he will play tonight.
1: Carroll said he looked absolutely great in practice yesterday. Okay, so he's optimistic. So you want to see how he, I guess, how he came out of practice. Right. Um, uh, yeah. But he said he, it looked great in practice.
2: I, I, think I think we get a really good effort from Seattle tonight. I, I, I think they give Arizona everything that they that they got, and, and that doesn't mean that Arizona won't, you know, give them a good game back. But I think we see a really good effort from Seattle tonight. By the
1: way, the Monday night games, the Thursday night games, we talked about that. Good game. Yeah. I mean, this is not great teams, but they've been good games. Yes, they have. And right. I expect more of the same tonight. Hey, by the way, if you're a loyal listener, we a little little different. We're a couple of weeks into being on the Sports Grid radio network where we kind of match their mm-hmm. commercial clock. So we start earlier, same amount of commercials. We just take shorter breaks. So we'll be back in a few short moments. We invite you to not go anywhere because when we come back, Vinny Maliula is going to join us. Always a great conversation when Vinny checks in, right? And we here. got a lot to talk to him about. You do? Yes, we do. Wow, well, he might not answer the phone then. <laughs> All right, Sports
3: Grid Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. That's that state championship game you played in high school? Yeah. We, we can't get over it either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network There's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends, and yeah, we'll say it, fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
1: Here's Sportsbook Radio on a Thursday, racing towards the weekend, racing to the Thursday night game. We've got a couple college games, too. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Our good friend, Vinny Manaliulo.
2: Easy for you to say.
1: No, it is easy. uh, That was me. That's not him. Vinny Manaliulo. Said it forever. Vin. (laughs) <laughs> As it
3: were,
1: that's easier. Nah. What's up, boys? How you doing, man? How do you, hey, I just want to warn you Stevie he said he's got a lot of questions for you. I don't know if this is like an episode of Naked City, but get ready.
3: Well, I'll there's try of,
1: to answer them.
2: There's a lot of stuff going on in sports. You want me to start with one? Just go ahead. All right, so we, we, we found out uh, this morning, essentially, that uh, Clay Thompson is out for the year with a, with a torn Achilles. What does that do to the numbers around the NBA? Do you, do you are you adjusting futures in the West, or and or to win the NBA title? Or does it do anything? Do you are the numbers just going to stay as they are?
4: No, you're going to see changes, Stevie. It's a good question. I mean, you you have to remember the thing about the Warriors is they were getting Klay Thompson back. The, obviously, their draft position was strong and you never you know you didn't know about any other trades right they weren't just building for the future they were planning on competing this year they wrote last year off not this year so uh it remains to be seen what happens so you're gonna uh, obviously the lakers particularly in the west are the favorites uh but now you've got to see what how they react to clay thompson's injury uh, but other teams as well. Look at the Bucks, who were going to get bogged on, and now he decided to, he opted out of that trade. Uh, and how does that impact uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo's status there? They want to re-sign him, and they were trying to build some parts and pieces around him. So I don't think that there are deals, uh, particularly uh, that are necessarily done. Uh, the draft didn't provide uh, teams with. Uh, necessarily, a, a, quite the impact player that's going to vault them to to a top spot. I think what you're going to see is continued, some some continued trades and free agent signings. Uh, teams like uh, Phoenix making noise, but again, they're in with the uh, with the Lakers. I think if you're looking for prices, keep an eye on what's happening in the East, which really, outside of Milwaukee, although again, it depends on what happens with Giannis, appears to be more wide open.
1: Now, see, there you go. Now that was smart. You pulled it off once, but you didn't do it twice. The, I mean, see, I I worked on Jazz Janowaniand, that the golfer I got I got that impossible name down. I won't even try Jonas's last name. You spit it off like uh, you're you're you know. Listen, you know, all, all of us uh, nice.
4: Mediterranean guys can uh, can, you know, <laughs> we can handle it. You it's no me, big deal. Say,
1: give them the boot, the, the old <laughs> Italian boot. Uh, Vinnie Maliula's joined us. Um, hey, bud, Oasis, our friends. Let's make sure we take care of our friends over there. 4955 South Decatur, uh, the Monday Night Maniacs, the food, the drink, the banquet room. And uh, got the place set up beautifully, and, and they've been following all the... All the uh, rules, regulations, and everything. Yeah, and all the protocols. Yeah, everything's, you know, and glad they're back on the beam, and we're, we're hoping for the best year. We
4: well, had a great night the other night, bro. I gave away $5,000, up uh, dollars $500 uh, uh, drawings uh, on Tuesday night, and uh, do that the middle of every month. So, yeah, and, and listen, it's not too early, right? Look at what's happening. Uh, in baseball. Now, I don't know if baseball is going to get back to a full season. Uh, we'll see what happens. We know that the NBA and NHL are not going to be, but if you're thinking about early Rotisserie time! Don't forget uh, that room will be available for anything. You got holiday parties too coming up, and though, by, right? And by the way, and the I back room there. The uh, can, uh, the uh, the banquet room is uh, available for for your holiday get together.
1: You know, one of the cool things with being on the the sports grid thing, uh, and talking to out of towners, we're telling them coming in, but are talking about the the, the local joints, you know, the station casinos, the Boyd's, and the kind of the things like that. But the other thing is too, you know, we know you're out and about, and you come to, but if you want to go out, and have something good to eat, you know, some good wings, pizza, or whatever watch it watch your game uh, a place like Oasis you'll love and if you're coming in from out of town it's literally it's uh, what are we looking at Vin? two blocks from Orleans
4: basically. oh yeah it's right around the corner it's uh yeah just uh just south of Tropicana on Decatur Bry. as you know and uh, you know listen whenever you go somewhere you you kind of want to know hey where do the locals hang out Bingo. right and uh, that's uh, one of the, one of the places eh? a lot of casino workers uh, come and uh, frequent the Oasis, and John John Gaughan, uh, owner, knows that and has uh, uh, put in a lot of good specials for uh, for locals as well. So come on down and enjoy yourself. And like I said, uh, get through uh, Thanksgiving and get ready for holidays. I mean, holiday get-togethers are going to be a little bit different this year, but nonetheless, uh, you can still have them and uh, uh, follow in the protocols with a number of folks in your group and uh, maybe make some money at the uh, same time.
1: Buddy, we got a ball game tonight, Seattle laying three here against Arizona, three-horse three, yep. three horse race in the West, but really from a motivation deal, I mean, yeah, they all want to win, first place on the line. But Seattle realizes if they lose this, they've already lost to Arizona and the Rams. I mean, this is, to me, Seattle has to win this game. They do. to win, yeah. To win the division, they have to win tonight. I think they know that. <laughs> If if
4: if they're if they want to win a division, bro, you're absolutely right. Otherwise, they're fighting for a wild card. And let's remember the three losses they have. uh, Russell Wilson, to his credit, takes full responsibility for because in those three losses, which one of them was to uh, these Cardinals, where they had a 10-point lead, the Seahawks had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, and got turnovers by Russell Wilson. Uh, really have uh, led directly that uh, to, to those defeats. and listen, let's face it, this it, there's no defense uh, uh, on Seattle, but those three losses have also turned the division upside down into a three horse race and it was the top rated division. Now we rate teams, we have power ratings for teams, uh, also turned the division, I would say uh, now behind the uh, NFC south and the AFC north. Uh now I'm not you know going to say that these are, are not, not going to have at least a couple of teams in the playoff mix but the reality is um that the Seahawks are in a position tonight where they're three point favorites that's what it opened there's a little more money showing Brian and uh, Brian and Steve uh, for the uh, Cardinals, but I think that it's, will change as we get closer to game time, and the Lockett confirmation. And uh, let me just see if I can get an update Car- on uh, on Car- Lockett because
1: Lockett, I- Lockett um, yeah, go. looks
4: like he's going to be uh, probably, He didn't uh, practice this week, but he's going to play. So. The big
1: one, Vince. Is, I'm telling you, is Carlos Hyde. I mean, Car- yeah. Carson's going to have to rest another week, uh, but. Carlos Hyde coming back that's the other re- one of the reasons Seattle struggled these last little bit uh, one-dimensional they had no running game
4: yeah and I think that uh, that's certainly something that uh, that they're gonna have to uh, have to rectify but look nonetheless here's a good thing primetime game tonight uh, a primetime game Sunday night here in Las Vegas and I think that those uh, the fact that those Raiders, and there's nine of them on defense that uh, that are, are in COVID protocol right now. At least they'll have until Sunday morning to get to get cleared. And then, of course, Monday night, look at Monday night's game between the Rams and the Buccaneers. Oh, by the way, the Rams get to go across country again. Uh, three great primetime games this week. That'll generate some of the highest handle we've seen in primetime, I think, combined uh, all season.
1: Uh, it, it's going by in a flash, isn't it, Vinny? I mean, it, it's rolling along. The NFL Week gonna, Eleven. I, the NFL's going to make it. <laughs> they're they're going to make it.
4: Yeah, I think so, Brian. I think there's still. Uh, I think there's still a. You know, I think there's still uh, the contingency plan built in with them themselves that if they've got to extend it, uh, extend the season, that they'll do it. Right? I mean, they mm-hmm. can they can play the Super Bowl as far and uh, out as, as they want. They can go into a, 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 February, a later Any February point. or March. Right, so I mean, we all know that that uh, that's a that's a possibility that uh, may very well ha- happen, and that's listen. They they know that, and, and everybody knows it. They'll get the Super Bowl in. It just may not be on its scheduled day.
1: He's a busy guy off to the uh, South Point today. Yes. Say hi to Jimmy oh, there, Beccaro there now. There Mr. Gone and the Game. And Chris and Mr. Andrews, and, Andrew,
4: and Mr. Andrews, yeah. yeah. yep, All good, all these buddy. Important, so. All
1: these important people you hang around with. Little do they know, they're the ones. Yeah, but I make time for more important
4: no. people on radio uh, like you no. two.
1: Little do they know, they're the ones hanging around with the important guy. That's you. Uh-huh. Uh, the love fest is over, Vinny. Get to work. Have a good day. I'll see you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Malio is one of the best. Las Vegas legend. Glad to have him on board. Sportsbook radio. Um, I think we'll take a timeout. Okay. And then I think we'll come back because we've got a lot of football to talk about. Coming up next, Lunchtime with the Linemakers, Sportsbook Radio.
3: Simple, really. Sports grid, good. Everything else, bad. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
1: And 1400 KSHP and on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Vegas Hockey Hall and locally at 1 o'clock. We're going to have a fun conversation, Stephen, a little hockey talk. Many Vivero, the new Silver Knights AHL franchise here in Vegas, their head coach is going to join us. So it'll be good to talk to you because the challenges are many, and we're hopeful you know, they and the NHL are able to get off the beam and get going. Um, and,
2: you are correct, sir. I can't wait to ask him what he is doing and what the
1: what the Silver Knights are doing right now. And well, the challenges are many because you know when is the training camp going to start? They insist the NHL they're starting on January first. Um, thought you and I would kick the tires on this a little bit, and we'll get Mike Lewis's thought on the next segment as well as get a great opinion on hockey. But of the Myriad of things that are, what would you call them? Roadblocks? Hurdles? Hurdles. Speed bumps? Yeah. Okay. When? Where? <laughs> those are two big ones. Yes. Fans. Right. The AHL, juniors, your organization, developing guys. Um, and then... Stuff that we've talked about on Vegas Hockey Holland. The owners were gonna come at the players and say, "Hey, wait a second. Next year we're gonna prorate this stuff." But wait a minute, the players. The players already signed something in the summer to complete last year and to go to a bubble. Am I tell me? I'm mean, if you're the players now. Alan Walsh, we know Alan Walsh, Mark Andre Fleury's agent. Um, probably not the most favorite guy around here in this town, <laughs> right? With the the DeBoer, yeah, swords and Flurry's back, but nonetheless, it, it, you know, he did that for Flurry. Well, he tweets out this morning, and Elliot Friedman was talking about it as well. The players, the player reps, got together, huddled up, and they were talking yesterday, and then the 16 guy committee actually talked to the league and the league is coming back at them and they want to carve it even more to prorate things with deferrals and escrow and the players are like time out right wait a minute you know I, we knew this was coming yes no we knew this was coming i understand both but sides but the players of it. but the players belief was wait a second we already signed the overall cba And extended this thing and agreed to do the thing to get you through last year. And their point, I get, in that, was it out of the realm of the thought process when everybody signed that thing then that this thing, I call it, no, that the pandemic wasn't going to bleed into next year? I mean... They're like, wait a minute, we signed that thing, and that was whether we played one or 82 games. So that the words that are being used, the players felt angry and betrayed. Correct. Now, we listed all these speed bumps. hmm This is the biggest one of all. Absolutely. You, do you think this is going to get settled overnight? No, it's not. And the window is ticking, and the, or the window's closing, and the clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. I think
2: both sides realize, but, uh, but the players are really, really mad right now. And I understand it. Again, so in in July, uh, they signed a, a CBA that was what, like five years, six years, somewhere in there, with, with uh, payment deferrals and escrow involved. And then we had guys like Krug and Petrangelo and there are others that signed contracts Right For for longer than five years, for like seven, eight years, some of these guys, with it in mind of the deferrals and the escrow. So, like, Petrangelo has more of his money coming in the back end of his contract when the deferrals and the escrow are less,
1: so he gets more money. Now you're going to change the rules? Here's what they threw at them. Two proposals. The first one... Um, it asked the players to defer 20% of their salaries while escrow increased to 25%. The second proposal asked the players to defer 26% for next season, but escrow would be left alone until years four through six of the current CBA that they signed in the middle of a pandemic. And which, we, when we don't give them enough credit, we did, but we should never lose sight of the fact. That in the middle of a pandemic, but this is a league that has locked players out before and shut down before, and they had talked and talked and talked for months and months and months, and a new TV deal's coming, you got a Seattle expansion team coming in, money coming into the coffers for everybody. Life was rosy before this thing happened. Right. And then for them to have had that running head start, they came to a CBA agreement in the middle of a shutdown. When, Which was impressive, but now you're coming back. But I mean, the players are going. Well, you didn't think this was going to happen. He, here's the here's the thing,
2: Brian. What what was the cap before the pandemic? Well, like they were talking uh, about no, eighty eight, weren't it, they?
1: Uh, in that uh, neighborhood, eighty well, six. No, it's projected to go up in the 85 range, eighty five range. 85-86, I right. believe. But the, but it was a, f- a flat cap of eighty three one.
2: Okay, Man, I thought it was higher than that with the TV contract. Anyway, so
1: all the TV contracts not signed yet. Uh, no, the, the, no, not, but I'm saying they were
2: projecting, weren't they projecting around 88 for a cap? But maybe post TV deal. Exactly. But that, but this year was going to be exactly. 83. Okay, uh, and so so so, but we've gone from somewhere around 88, maybe not quite that high, but somewhere around there to like. 81 and a half now for the next three years. That, that's how much this has changed. All right. And now here's the other thing with the players uh, uh, and, and the, the owners wanting to, to change the numbers on this. The players are then saying, all right, four months after we signed that deal, you want to change the numbers now. How do we know that in four months you don't want to change them again? We, we, we don't know what we can trust here now. We, we In good faith, we signed this deal, and now four months later, you want to change it. I get both sides of this. The, the owners are going to hemorrhage money this year. And they're doing all they can to, to hemorrhage as little
1: as possible. Darren Dreger does a great job. Says Don Fair and Gary Bettman are going to speak again at some point today, uh, but the NHLs asked for additional 16% deferred salaries and adjustments to escrow limits in the last three years of the CBA. It's going to take. Uh, the bottom line is, this is no small thing, and if you're literally see, this is why I can't. I if they pull it off. More power to them, and they're not. It's not that they're not telling you the truth. They want to start January first. Yes. We had Dennis Bernstein on Vegas Hockey. Yelling. They want to. They've got. To, they want to get this thing done by mid July. They want to be done before the Olympics. They don't want to lose their television platform on NBC. But the, I'm telling you that the the real crux of this thing is the Olympics in China the following year they want to make sure they start in october next year because they want to be part of the olympics in beijing because they think it'll be an economic windfall for them to get into china and that's the that's the rub okay but if you you basically put bookend walls up here from a time frame right and if you think you're starting January 1 with all the things, whether you're doing regionalized hubs or this or that, and all these owners going, some of them going, I don't even, why are we playing? We're going to get burned. We're going to lose a truckload of dough. Their side of the coin is certainly in play here too. But if January 1 is really something you think you can pull off, you throw this into the hopper, it's gonna- this is not going to be settled like because Gary Bettman and Donald Fair are talking, this is going to be a ping pong game that goes on for a while. Correct,
2: absolutely correct. And but but I think both sides understand. I think I I think both sides, the players included, want to start on January one. I could see this pushing it to January 15. Um, we'll, we'll see how this works out. The, the, as you said, the the players are not happy at all right now. They feel like the rug has been pulled out from under them. Well.
1: And I get it. I mean, because it. Think about it. I mean, when, I mean, we honestly, there wasn't a day during the sh- the summer, where I woke up. Uh, uh, I got to go to the radio today. I'm, I'm like, hey, I get to go to the radio. I get out. Right. Right. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, we have fun doing this, but mm-hmm. like, come on, we're human beings. I said, I'm tired. I don't want to do it today. That, that never happened once, and those players. I mean the toll this thing takes on you when you don't have that option. We were lucky. Semi quote unquote, I guess if we were essential enough that we'd be on the air. Right. Okay. But the players, when they went up to the Edmonton and Toronto, they were in lockdown. Correct. And that no, that took a toll on them. Absolutely. Guys. And well, they they believe me, at the end of the day, they did it for the good of the game and to win a cup, but on the back end Weren't there little rumblings coming out of there that these guys think? We, no more. We, we, we didn't get what they said. It wasn't what they said it was
2: going to be. It wasn't little rumblings. There, there, I, again, John Cooper had just won the cup and he said this thing was a grind. It really took a toll. Oh. That's the winning guy. Mm-hmm. No, there, nobody liked the, the, the bubble. Nobody. There, uh, when, it, when it got down to everyone was in Edmonton, those guys never saw the sun. They never got up. They would go from there was a tunnel leading from their hotel to the rink.
1: They never went outside after everything got to Edmonton. Well, we'll see what Mike. Lewis thinks about how long this may take so we'll have that little conversation and we'll talk football with our good friend Mike Lewis from the Suncoast when we come back here on Sportsbook Radio AM 1400 KSHB and on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Don't forget the STN mobile app. We'll be out at Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito tomorrow. Sign up now for the STN mobile app. You've got the Sportsbook at the palm of your hands and you'll get a $100 sign up bonus. Can't beat that with a stick. Alright, let's take a timeout. Stevie's ready to rock and roll when we come back with our guest, Mike Lewis, on Sportsbook Radio.
3: Look, You have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge. Or don't. And wish you had. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network 24 hours in every day. 1,440 minutes. 86,400 seconds. And we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Yeah. Have you thought about maybe sleeping less? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. 1,400 KSHP HP, on the Sports Grid Radio
1: Network. Brian Blusson, Stevie Slapshot. Uh,
2: it's not going to be fun to talk about this, but we'll try not to bring you down.
1: Oh, very good. Smooth as a stucco tub. That was good. Hey, uh... The, the the daredevils, right? Those those guys that walk on coals. Here, you know. Yes,
2: I I know of you, them. You you wouldn't do that.
1: Right no, there. sir. No, I wouldn't do that. Here. I'm not an idiot. Mike Lewis kinda does that every. What? Day. Well, his little guy. Oh yeah, I know the story now. Okay. His little guy is a big Lego guy. Yeah. So there are like lego blocks I know, I know, all over the place so walking around in the lewis living room barefoot is like walking on hot coals
5: uh if you step right it could be yeah that's for sure <laughs> yeah i've taken i've taken a some chunks out of my oh uh, man My foot before. Mike,
2: I had a a nephew who who loved Legos when he was growing up, and it's it's happened to me. I know your pain.
1: And and Mike Lewis is that guy. I mean, to me, it's like, come on, you can't. We had guys back in Buffalo. When I lived back in Buffalo, the guys across the street, I'm like, it it was like the, the National Lampoon. Christmas vacation with the decorations on the house. Bigger, bigger, and it was like a, con- it became a contest with these guys. And then it was earlier and, earlier and earlier. Mike's already got his Christmas tree up in the house. He's not that guy. It's because little, his little guy, it's great. He's got, But you don't have the lights on the outside yet.
5: No. I don't know if I'm putting <laughs> lights on the outside. Uh, I got the tree up and that's, you know, uh, 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 that's good enough for me right now. He's our bud Mike Lewis from the Suncoast
1: at the corner of Alta and Rampart. Uh good eating over there too. If you love seafood, check out Briggs over there. It's okay. really good in the ninety ninety. I knew about she, ninety ninety. I didn't no, know. The sea, about no, the seafood okay. to get the pan roast and the,
2: Whoa, that sounds the good. clam
1: chowder and all that good stuff. You don't you never you don't ever go the sample the fancy food there, do you, Mike?
5: Me? No, not too often. I'm not a seafood guy. All right.
1: Oh yeah I know you got the smoker at your house you you you're smoking the turkey already all right my friend we got a good Thursday night game tonight uh, uh sitting on a key number I would think the handle would be pretty salty for this one
5: yeah it's actually it's a really good uh two way uh betting game right now I mean Seattle uh they can't stop anybody right now uh you know you think they're gonna try you know they eventually have to stop the bleeding uh but you know, with the, the way Arizona can can uh, move the ball, it's uh, it it really should be a very very interesting game and a, uh, a a very good game to watch. I'm looking forward to this one.
1: I, I keep thinking it's going to be impactful. I'm not saying it's the deciding factor in the game, but where Seattle the last little bit, Wilson was kind of getting running for his life, and he actually made some bad decisions, and he's accountable. He he didn't duck out on that. But they didn't have a running game, Mike. Because Carson and Hyde went out at the same time, and it was pretty noticeable. And all of a sudden, if you can't run the ball, and they're sitting back, and now now you're double covering Metcalf and Lockett because you can't run the ball. I think Carlos Hyde could have a big impact, a big say in the outcome of the game tonight. Uh, he's got
5: to because. Uh... Carson's still out, so Hyde's got to uh, step up because that's what's really been missing. You know, uh, with Russell Wilson, I mean, he's he's looked average the last couple of weeks with uh, really no help. They don't even try to run the ball, but uh, you know they they need that. They need to be able to uh, give their defense a rest because their defense has given up a boatload of yards. Uh, you know, since they started uh, on this little losing streak, so. I definitely need to uh, control the ball a little more and uh, give that defense a rest because they're going to need it because, they're, you know, Arizona likes to uh, uh, spread things out. And when you have a quarterback that can run like uh, Murray, uh, you know, that's just another weapon. So,
1: You notice in any game starting to run, Mike, um, a little steam on other games? I've, the, the Tennessee-Baltimore game sitting at 5.5, that could go either way at some point.
5: It could. It, could, it definitely could. I think, uh, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, some a couple sixes have popped up, so I think you know Baltimore's getting a little uh, a little action there. Uh, you know, I, I think it, the, you know you're you're seeing a lot of different uh, movement on that Falcon Saint game because the Drew, Drew Brees is out, um, and Atlanta's always had uh, uh, really. the it's a strange series between the Saints and Falcons team, uh, especially back uh, years ago. I mean, the Falcons always won in New Orleans and New Orleans always won in Atlanta. It's was, it was very odd, but, uh, you know, Atlanta can still score, and you know, with the with the, without Drew Brees, if uh, they can't put up the number, uh, you know, maybe Atlanta keeps that close.
1: The one that's interesting to me in, in that in that game is the total. Stevie and I and I have had a little bit of a debate on Jameis Winston, but the funny thing is, you oh, know, you're thinking, oh, Drew Brees is out, and you, th- you start thinking under when it, the actual reverse is actually more likely because I think Winston has the arm strength, and maybe can stretch the field, uh, make plays with his feet, but he also can make the major boo-boo that produces instant points. Breeze gone, you're thinking under, but I personally think over
5: is the way to go. Well, you could think that way, yeah, definitely. Uh, the one thing that... Uh you know, it, it could play against that would be uh, if they try to sustain more of a running game. But with Kamara in the backfield, uh, you know, Still quick strike. A, he's, a, he's a special running back. So that may not, uh, you know, um, very, very well towards uh, the overall. So because he, he's such a great running back and, uh, yeah, he's a, he's someone who can take it the distance. uh with just a little, with a little hole in the line, he could get through there and take it the distance. So, uh, you know, we know Atlanta doesn't uh, play great defense. They still have uh, the receivers if uh, you know if they're healthy, and it, it should be an interesting game. It's a you know it's a division game, and these two uh, like to put up uh, put up numbers when they play each other.
2: Were you surprised, Mike, that there wasn't a lot of action early on Kansas City after, you know, Reed said, hey, we've got a stone in our shoe over what Vegas did in Kansas City? I know it's moving now, but I think the movement now is off of the COVID news with the Raiders.
5: Uh, yeah, it, it kind of surprised me that, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, first, it really surprised me that uh, Andy Reed even said anything. And I mean, I know you know what happened and all that but you know it's such an early early in the year and it's just you know it's one of them things they should just leave it as it is you know whatever but uh you know you, you want to fire up your team and you, you put it out there and uh, we'll see what kansas city does but yeah kansas city is the one team that uh, uh you probably don't want to make that offense mad because we know what they can do and uh not a lot of move until the COVID uh, situation came out, and uh, now that number's creeping up, and uh, we'll see where it falls. Uh, You know, there's a lot of eights out there now, so uh, not sure how much more it'll go up. Uh, You know, it could possibly go back down to seven and a half if uh, some of the Raiders, it looks like the the guys that posi- you know possibly weren't going to play. If they do play, it could go back to seven and a half. But yeah, not a lot of not a lot of movement with Andy Reed coming out and uh, making uh, public what the uh, the Raiders did after their victory to, in Kansas City. In
1: an odd year, there's an odd dynamic. I wonder if it happens, Mike. And that's when we get to week 16, 17, 17 specifically, where only one team is getting a bye. And, yes, there is an extra team that's getting in. Now, if you're fighting just to get in, obviously, you're going for it. But I wonder if teams that are entrenched in there, when, okay, do they have something to play for? If you sit there and say, well, the big deal, the bye, is obviously a monster. But if many of these games are for home field advantage, I don't think home field advantage means a doggone thing, man. I'm wondering in, in week 17, if you might not see teams that are in, uh, they, they would rest guys and not worry so much about improving their position, per se, because I just don't think home field advantage means anything. It really doesn't
5: mean a lot besides the travel. Uh, right. And I guess it would, I, you know, it, it's one of them things. That, it, it'll be interesting. You're not going to find out because no one's going to say anything. You know, the coaches won't say anything. Uh, but I think if uh, you do see anybody uh, uh, send some of their guys out, it may give an indication is uh, – you know, hey, if we win this, we get to play this team. But if we lose, we could play these other teams we might not want to play. So let's win this so we can get the easier game. Uh, But then again, the way these guys may be bunched up in the standings, you may may not have have any clue who you're playing. You know, Uh you go into week 17 and uh, there could be three or four scenarios that are out of your control. You're right. Uh, Is it more important just to take that uh, extra week off? Uh, I think for some people, it definitely would be.
1: Remember last year, week 16 it was, because Tennessee, regardless, needed to win the game to get in in week 17. And whether they won or lost in week 16, it didn't matter. It all came down to the game in week 17.
5: And they said Derrick Henry in week 16. Yeah, no, you know, that was, uh, you know, once again, that was very good. uh, a uh, very good coaching strategy, and it works. So. Cost me a fantasy league. I know that. Well, that's probably why they did it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it, it was a smart coaching move, and I'm sure that you weren't the only one that uh, got beat by that, but. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a you know you're going to have to, get away, you're going to, have to wait to the end of the year to see because with more teams getting in, as I said, there could be numerous, numerous possibilities, and you know, and it may even be the uh, who's going to get the overall number one uh, seed and the buy. Uh, so uh, I have a feeling there's going to be more uh, teams uh, actually playing their players than not.
1: Got a couple minutes left with Mike Lewis from the Suncoast to be connected. Uh, Sports mobile app, uh, really upgraded. A lot of cool offerings are available to you there. Mike, in the previous segment, Stevie and I were batting around. The players in the NHL are none too happy with these new proposals that they're hearing from the NHL. And they want to start on January 1st. How long is this negotiation going to take where they're throwing back at them with upgrading deferrals and escrow? and. You got the clock ticket to try to start January 1st with already a million speed bumps. This might be the biggest one of all.
5: Yeah, I, you know, I know the players want to play as many games as possible to get the money, and I just I don't. You know, we're almost at the end of November now, and I I don't know if January 1st is a. Is viable? I really don't. I mean, they don't have a schedule or anything out, and uh, you know they haven't decided on uh, if they're going to realign divisions. And uh, you know, January first is really uh, to me pushing it right now.
1: Not only here, all around. I mean, the jurisdictions.
5: Who knows what's going? I mean, right now we're not in a real good spot. No, that's why. I mean, there's there's so much going on that uh, you know I don't I don't think January first is. you know, if you you, you post uh, you post a number, it's definitely not the favorite to uh, start the season. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the end of January, probably would be this, the smart thing. I know they don't want to uh, money, the money-wise, and I know there's going to be a fight to where, hey, we you know, the ink isn't even dry on the CBA, and now you don't want to pay us what we get. you know There's going to be all that. They're going to have to come to an agreement. They're going to have to sit down, and uh, who knows? Maybe they bring in some scientists also to say, hey, guys, January 1st isn't feasible for your health. I don't know what's going to end up taking place, but I can't see the first week of January that the NHL Gets underway. I think maybe the last week is much more viable.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. But the clock is ticking. I, I didn't, you know, <laughs> they're saying the wish list is January, and I. Hard to see it happening, but we shall Well, see. I
5: have a long wish list also, yeah. but my wish list as you know, uh, nothing's been checked off of that wish list either, so.
1: Well, I was going to get you a vacuum cleaner for Christmas to get all those Legos off the carpet, but we'll, we'll see how that plays well, out. Well,
5: that would break the that'd probably break the vacuum cleaner, <laughs> so that wouldn't work either. Well,
1: it's your problem once I give it to you. Yeah, that's
5: true. <laughs> all right, Mike. Thanks, buddy. You better have a buy good. the extended warranty on it. That's all I got to say.
1: <laughs> He's our pal, Mike Lewis, over at the Suncoast corner of Alton and Rampart. Race. To the top of the hour. Put a lid on this edition of Sportsbook Radio. Keep it right here.
3: What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use, and you can only get it right right here. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network It's not your wife, it's not your kids, it's not your name, and it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Week's going fast now. I mean, this football season's going fast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, huh? even with all the cancellations. No, I know.
1: I know. Tomorrow will be at Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito, Andy Esco, Bruce Marshall, and David Shane from the RJ. Uh, we'll swing out tomorrow, so we'll have a lot of fun out there as we always do on Fridays out at Sunset Station. Looking forward to the football game tonight. Uh, also, uh, on the college side of things tonight, some interesting uh, stuff going on. The Tulsa is a, de- a decent team; they're they're interesting. Uh, and, and they got Tulane tonight, and it's uh, you know it's one of these things where you want to keep going and impress. But I, th- I think uh, have you seen Tulsa play? No, I, 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 I have not. Very good. Okay. Um, so that's an interesting game tonight. Tulsa's laying five and a half. A little money coming in on Tulane. Total on the game fifty-four and a half, fifty-five. Oh, then tomorrow night we get Syracuse at Louisville, Purdue at Minnesota, New Mexico at Air Force. And another one, UMass, takes on Florida Atlantic tomorrow. So, by the way, oh, we're L- being entertained. There are games on. L- Louisville's quarterback has uh, – I'm sorry, running
2: back has decided to opt out. His, is that right? Yeah, his first name is Javen. I, for, I, okay. for, I forget his name. But he had a little bit of an injury issue. And, uh, and then so he just decided now opt out and get ready for the NFL.
1: You got those guys that opted out for the NFL season this year. Um, you know, what happens in the uh, NHL? We had a handful of guys in the NHL that didn't go to the bubble. I think everybody shows up and gives it a go here. I think You're so, too. they are giving up a, a full season. They'd already gotten a, those guys had already gotten a chunk of their dough, right?
2: Yeah, there may be a guy here or there, but it's not going to be like baseball where we had a whole bunch of guys uh, opt out. And most of the NHLers will go. It's just a question of when
1: now. All right, listen, we're going to bid you adieu on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Thanks to uh, Chris Pavona, who's done a great job, been a good friend help, helping us get off to the races with them. Locally, right here, AM 1400, KSHP. If you're a hockey fan, stick around, uh, and you go to KSHP.com to listen live function. Manny Vivero is going to be our guest, uh,
0: Silver Knights head coach, next on Vegas Hockey Hall. Live
3: odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use